What's up? Welcome back. Friday, I sent out a newsletter and I solicited feedback. I asked a question at the very beginning of the email and I I asked, how are you? I would love to know. A lot of times I don't get a response. Occasionally someone will respond and let me know what spoke to them in my newsletter or if something on the podcast really spoke to them or ministered to them, which is always very encouraging. In this particular newsletter, in this particular email, I spoke about a few things. I spoke about wanting to give up, feeling like quitting, you know, discouragement. I also spoke about, and I talked about what actually uplifts me, what actually helps me to feel encouraged, especially when I feel discouraged. So today I want to share that with you because I got a lot of responses to my email. And in the same weekend, I actually had multiple conversations with others who are in a very similar season. They feel very discouraged, filled with doubt, filled with fear, filled with anxiety, not sure what to do, wanting to trust the Lord, not sure how. So I just have this really heavy sense, this deep, deep sense that this isn't just a newsletter conversation. So I hope that whether you receive my newsletter or not, this just speaks to you, meets you right where you're at, and that the Holy Spirit is ministering to you through the words that he's given me. Let's do it. Listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with? If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. I'm going to start with something that I shared directly in the newsletter, so I'm going to just quote myself here. I said, being with the Lord uplifts me and helps me to see the positive, not because that's what I try to do, but because the truth of the gospel message fills me with instant hope and gratitude. This run to Jesus thing has happened more and more over the last year. I've been struggling with something, and when I focus on the bigness of the struggle, I feel like giving up. Like my effort, focus, prayers are wasted. Like they just don't matter. Like I shouldn't even bother anymore. Have you ever felt that way? If that's you, you're not alone. Now, I know last week I spoke about this a bit, right? I talked about wanting to quit, but I think it's deeper than the surface of what we see, the thing that triggers our desire. And I wouldn't even say it's a desire, just that feeling 
of being fed up, of being tired of trying. And I think part of the reason we feel that way is because we feel like we're just wasting time, right? I can speak for myself when I say that I don't like to waste time. Y'all know this. I also don't like to do things that are outside of God's will. So if I'm doing something that the Lord doesn't want me to be doing, I or I think that that's what's happening, I start to get frustrated because I'm like, wait a minute, what? How did I get here? You know? Have you ever felt that way? How did I get here? For me, in this season that I'm in, I know that the doubt and the discouragement comes from not getting the result that I want. So I've had to ask myself, I've had to check myself and really sit with the Lord and ask this question, is what I want what God wants? Is what I'm praying for and working toward, is that what the Lord wants for me right now? And I have to add the right now because as I mentioned in last week's episode, God makes everything beautiful in its time. So if the thing that I want to be happening or flourishing right now is not, is it that God doesn't want that thing to flourish or is it that it's not the time? So my question to the Lord has been, what do you want me to do right now? Like, I don't want to do anything that you don't want me to do, but give me a little bit of direction because on my own, I'm staying right here until this thing happens. I'm one of those people who just doesn't quit. And that's the opposite of how I used to be. I used to quit very easily. So this desire that I have to quit is really just frustration. And I sometimes think that quitting, that giving up, you know, not trying any longer is going to bring relief. But all it does is give me a rest. So maybe, and I've been thinking about this a bit, maybe what I'm craving is not a particular outcome so much as it is rest. And so it's interesting that this is coming up. Sometimes y'all, I I process as I'm going, the Lord will bring something to me as I'm recording an episode. It happened last week. It's happening literally right now. Before I started recording, I was cleaning my house. We just came back from vacation and I was vacuuming, mopping, putting things away, washing clothes, getting my life together, right? Because I like to start the week with things in order. And I had done these things before, so it's not like I was doing a crazy you know, deep clean. But before I left, I left things in order. And when I came back, I just wanted to tidy up a little bit. It helps me to feel a little better and then I can relax a bit. So I was asking the Lord, I'm like, what do you want me to talk about on the podcast, Lord? And I had already recorded an episode. I just needed to put it together and post it for today. But I had this really deep sense that that's not it. So I was like, well, I don't know what to talk about. Well, I end up opening my email and I get an email from one of you. It was from someone who is also feeling frustrated, someone who is also feeling just tired. Like, when is this thing going to happen? You know? And so I started to wonder what in the world the Lord wants me to do with this. 
with this message that I got, with this feeling that I've been feeling? Like, am I supposed to talk about it? Am I supposed to share? And I, I had this heaviness on me to come and record this episode about what I wrote in that email. So in preparation, I sat and I opened up my planner. And the verse for this week is in the book of Hebrews. So I went to that chapter so that I could read the whole chapter and get the full context of the verse. Well, in that chapter, it's Hebrews chapter four, it is talking about rest, a Sabbath rest for the people of God. And I wasn't actually going to read, but I am. I'm going to read. It starts with, therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. For we also have had the good news proclaimed to us just as they did, but the message they heard was of no value to them because they did not share the faith of those who obeyed. Now we who have believed enter that rest, just as God has said, quote, so I declare an oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. And that's a cross-reference to Psalm 95 verse 11. I'll continue. And yet his works have been finished since the creation of the world. For somewhere he has spoken about the seventh day in these words. On the seventh day, God rested from all his works. And again in the passage above, he says, they shall never enter my rest. Therefore, since it still remains for some to enter that rest, and since those who formerly had the good news proclaimed to them did not go in because of their disobedience, God again set a certain day, calling it today. This he did when a long time later he spoke through David as in the passage already quoted. Quote, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts, end quote. And that is a cross-reference to Psalm 95, verses 7 and 8. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken later about another day. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God, for anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Therefore, since we have the great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we did not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Now, the interesting thing about this particular passage is that the verse itself in my planner is the very last verse. And I'll repeat it. 
let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And I stayed looking at that particular verse because it reminded me that when I'm turning to the Lord and asking for him to help me, sometimes I have, I definitely, not sometimes, I definitely come to him with something in mind, but I don't always ask for it. I just say, help. Can you help me, Lord? And sometimes I don't really know what that help looks like, but I, in my finite understanding, I have an idea of what I might prefer, which is fine. I think preferences just reveal where our hearts are and and how limited our understanding is. But this verse, it says that when we approach him, we should approach his throne of grace with confidence. And the thing that we'll receive when we ask for his help is mercy, right? We're not gonna get the wrath that we deserve. That's mercy. And instead we will find grace. Grace is unmerited favor. Now I wanna share a text message I sent to someone who I was talking to this weekend. And I mentioned that I connected with some people this weekend who are in a similar place. So I said this, I shared 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse nine. And that verse says, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Now, if you read all of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, you see that Paul was going through something and he prayed three times for the Lord to take it away. The Lord's response to Paul is in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. And this is what I shared with this person. I said, this has been the Lord's response to me in some areas of my life. Grace is unmerited favor, or in other words, favor you do not deserve. Now, favor is defined as a friendly regard shown toward another, especially by a superior. It can also be defined as partiality or leniency. What does that all mean? It means that the Lord doesn't have to provide anything at all. The fact that he provides for our needs is proof enough that he is generous and lenient, proof that he is being loving toward us. I'm sure as a parent, you know what it's like to hate watching your child go through something hard, but know the value of that hard season because of what it produces. Well, consider the Lord, our Father in heaven, your Father in heaven, and how he wants you to grow to your full maturity in your faith, and how he knows this will cause you to make some hard decisions to either trust him fully or not trust him at all. He knows you will struggle. He knows you will stress. He wants you to choose to give everything over to him and trust that he will provide what you need and whatever else he chooses to give you is because it is part of his will over your life. I'm going to end what I said to that person right there. I said more, but I wanted to share that part because it it just is a great reminder that, number one, we can go to God with confidence. We should. Number two, when we go to him, what we need most is salvation. Once we receive salvation, what we need most is grace, mercy, 
love and he gives them freely. He gives them willingly, unconditionally. So if you're feeling tired of the season you're in, if you just want to give up, I'm literally standing next to you in that little valley right there. Me too. I want to give up on something. I want to stop. I want rest. But maybe giving up is not the same as rest. Maybe what we need, and this is for me too, maybe what we need is to just enter his presence more, pursue him more. Instead of having conversations with friends, have a conversation with God. Instead of turning to social media or even a good novel, you turn to his word. Maybe all the things that we are enduring are just opportunities that he is allowing us to go through so that we can trust him more. You know, I'll be the first one to admit that I I guess I thought that I trusted God, but something that I was discussing this weekend was that even when we have started or gotten to a point where we trust God in one area. There is always some other area where we act in our own strength. There is always some area where we don't actually fully trust the Lord. And I was reflecting earlier today on this because I started to remember some prayers that I had prayed several months ago. And what I asked the Lord to do was to reveal to me where I didn't fully surrender, where I didn't fully trust Him. And he has been doing that by allowing me to endure some struggles, some hardships in a particular area. And what I've noticed is that it is really hard for me to let go of control to him in that area. I'm still trying to hold on and control things and do certain things that will quote unquote ensure a particular outcome, all of which is in vain because that outcome has not, <laughs> that it hasn't happened. It's just frustrating me more because I feel like I'm trying too hard. I feel like I'm trying in vain. And it reminds me, to be honest with you, I don't know if anyone else ever went through this, but when I was younger, I really wanted to fit in with whoever I thought was cool. I wanted to be accepted by people. And when I tried really hard and still got rejected by people, I felt so embarrassed and I have been feeling that same sense of embarrassment lately. Not because anybody else is saying anything about me, not because anybody else even knows what I'm going through, but because I know the effort that I'm putting forth and the relentlessness in my pursuit of whatever I'm trying to do and it's in vain. So I've had to come back to the throne of grace and ask the Lord, am I doing what you want me to do? Because if I'm not, just tell me and I will stop. Tell me and I'll do something else. And I don't know what God's plan is for me in this particular area of my life. To be honest, I've been asking that question a lot. And you might have that same experience in a particular area. Maybe it's in your relationships. Maybe it's in your job, in your finances, in your walk with the Lord. Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's in in the next season of your life with the direction that you're praying for, maybe you just want to know what God wants you to do so that you don't waste time, so that you don't waste effort, so that you don't feel like a failure, like you haven't missed the mark, right? And I don't know what the right answer is. Today, I can't tell you that I have a, uh, that I have a good response for you if that's you. 
But I can say is that I am committed to going back to him over and over and over again. I am fasting this month and maybe, just maybe, I don't know, I'm not saying that you need to, but maybe it might be helpful for you to pursue the Lord in fasting and prayer too. Maybe it might be helpful for you to just be more sensitive to the spirit, to his voice, to his promptings in that way. And every single time I feel much more encouraged, I have much more clarity, and I honestly have much more peace. So I'm not saying that this is right for everybody, but Jesus does talk about fasting in a way that implies that we are expected to fast at some point. So my encouragement to you today is that maybe you're going to fast. Maybe you're going to be doing a little bit of uh, pursuing the Lord in a different way. And if you're not, that's okay. But pursue the Lord. Pursue the Lord in some way because it is so important. It is so crucial for us to continue to go after Him even when we feel discouraged, even when we're tired, especially when those feelings are present, when that experience is what we are living through. Because this is exactly where we can start to waver in our faith. This is exactly where people sometimes have this notion that God abandoned them, when really it is us who forsake Him, because we mistaken our circumstances for His presence or lack thereof. Just because you're going through something hard doesn't mean he's not there. The hard thing is the reminder that you need to go back to him. Maybe in whatever area you're struggling and maybe you have been acting in your own strength, you've been leaning on your own understanding. And if that's you, isn't it something that the Lord would allow us to go through something hard to remind us that we need him? that he wouldn't just let us go off on our own and walk ourselves into some sort of disaster, <laughs> that he would allow us to go through something so that we can come back to him and be like, wait a minute, is this, is, is this where I'm supposed to be? Am I good? So I'm going to pray with you today, and then I'm going to peace out. All right? Jesus, thank you. Thank you that you are so, so giving and loving and generous. Thank you for what you already have done. Thank you for all that you have still have yet to do. We're waiting for you to return, Lord. And so I just thank you that you have given us the Holy Spirit to work in and through us, Lord. Thank you that you have done already more than we could ever imagine, more than we could ever ask for. And I just pray, Lord, that you'd give us a heart of gratitude that we would appreciate what you've already done, that you've already given us the greatest gift, which is salvation. So I pray that we would not see circumstances as you forsaking us, Lord, but that we would see circumstances as reminders to go back to you, reminders of how much we need you. Lord, give us grace, please. Have mercy on us, Jesus. I just pray for my sisters. I pray that you would continue to meet them where they are, that they would turn to you, that they would prioritize you, that they would come to your throne of grace and ask you with confidence for what they need help with and that you would give them the help that they need. 
Lord, I'm sorry for wanting more than what you have offered, as if it's not enough. Forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. And just please give me a new heart in the, in the areas where I tend to think that I'm good on my own, Lord. Thank you that you remind me that I'm not enough. Be with us today, Jesus. And continue to use our circumstances, our community, each other as a means to minister to us and to draw us closer to you, Lord. We just love you and thank you so much. It's in your name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Well, fully unscripted, so if there's some incoherency, I apologize, but I'm I'm positive <laughs> that the Holy Spirit led that conversation because in many ways it was for me. I'd love to hear how you're doing. If you care to share, you can email me, erica at hurrynewstrength.com, or you can head to the community and post in a post on our Facebook group. I'd love to hear from you. And if I don't, that's okay. I pray I'll see you on the next one. God bless you. Hey, sister girl. If you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.